This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC on location, San Diego, Ursa 2019. I have the pleasure of having Larry Connor and Stephanie Kulan from Louisiana to join us on the show. They are with Stone Creek Club and Spa. That's right. How'd I do? Club yeah, and Spa? That's very good. Club and Spa. <laughs> <laughs> you could definitely increase the price if I was your marketing person. Club and spa. Well, we just might do there that you now. go. <laughs> Ninety nine down and five ninety nine a month. Go no, I'm just, a kidding, few just kidding. There. there you go. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Um, so why don't we talk about you know your background, how you got into the industry, you know how you took your knowledge, turned it into a, a business that that you now run and control, and sure. you know helping thousands of people. So sure. far away. All right. Well, um, growing up through high school and college, I worked in the hospitality industry in the hotels, earning my way through. So once I graduated with my accounting degree. Um, you know, a position became available at a large fitness club uh, for their controller. So, loved exercising. So, I was able to put my experience, my passion, and my education all together into that position. And since I got into that, um, never left. Worked at a three large multi purpose family clubs in the area and then got a chance to build Stone Creek from the ground up 10 years ago. That's great. And Stephanie? It is kind of one of those industries that just gets under your skin, and once you're there, you you don't tend to want to leave. So yeah. also, I don't think they let you out. Like, you know, I've been trying to get out case. of this thing we for don't like talk about that. That 19 years, case. right? Yeah. Right. Once you get in, you never come out. So my first job uh, in high school was at the same club that Larry was at. I was uh, working in the cafe making smoothies. Uh, the next summer, I went on to the front desk. I worked it all through college, and, and when it came time to get that degree, I said, well, this job seems kind of cool. How can I make this legit? And okay. uh, I don't want to go out and, and get a, a real job, right? So the, the club industry was just something that got under my skin. It was a great place to be, positive energy. You're helping people. Um, I found a passion for customer service, and so I, uh, I parlayed my way into a little full-time gig, and uh, and I've been with Larry ever since. That's awesome. Yeah. So what you know what convinced you to say, okay, look, here's an opportunity that I can't pass up. You know, I'm sure you had to sign some personal guarantees. I'm sure you had to like, you know, do a sanity check and say, okay, am I ready to do this? And um, you know. What if it doesn't go according to plan? Like, what do I do? Yeah, like, I was, was always so afraid of failure, and then like, all right, dude, that might be part of the process. So, yeah, it was, talk us through what happened. It was a it was a decision you have to think through. When we got the opportunity to to build Stone Creek, um, you know, the ownership uh, hired myself, and then I brought on Stephanie and Marvin um, from the very beginning, and we had to do it from scratch. We also built an office building. It was a fifty-two million dollar. Yeah, development. just throw that in. Yes, it's a, not, it shouldn't be. So, a, uh, but yeah, you know, I was used to running multiple purpose family club very large ones 15,000 members 12,000 members uh, this was going to be more of an individual resort style club limited membership um, and it was going to be a lot less members and I wasn't sure I wasn't sure if that's what I was gonna um, it was exactly meant for but it really came out to be the best thing ever and I, I don't regret it a bit and, and what you know how long did it take for that project to go off and how uh you know, what, what are some of the things that you, you know, what are some of the lessons learned yeah, as uh, you were going it, through that? You know, it, it was 18 months uh, of building the club and the office building. And um, we did a lot of changes along the way. Less changes, the better. It costs you if you keep changing things as we learn. Right. Actually, one of the toughest things we had to do was name the club. Um, and that was one of the biggest decisions. And, and actually, Stephanie came up with the name. And it was a name that nobody hated, nobody loved. So they said, let's go with this one. So, I love how my claim to fame is, is nobody is that, hated it. Is that it. how he uh, he rewards creativity? <laughs> nobody like, hated hey, it. You know, it wasn't too bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's that's my claim yeah. to fame. Yeah, 12, 12 years later, we're still in business. Yeah, that's right, that's it's right. Nothing to do with the name, just a default. It was a great name because everybody in our area loves to go skiing in Colorado. And yeah, okay. So we came up with that name and we we gave it the, the little tagline of your everyday getaway, and it really just took away ah. took away from there. Did you have anything to do with the tagline? Well, I recognized when Larry said the tagline yeah. quite by accident and had the pen in hand to write it down. And when he got off of that phone call, I yeah. said, you know what you just stumbled upon? That's she said, what did you if just only, say? And I had no idea. If only right. you had an iPhone and we had like the voice memo, because I really I would love to be applying that one and see what really happened. Right. I got a friend of mine at the show here. I think his name is Brian Mitchell and he embellishes every story and he, sometimes I'm in him. And I'm like, dude, I wasn't, I wasn't at that show. I don't know what you're talking about. Right. But it usually ends well. So that's yeah. That's good. So, you know, you've seen a lot of competition come into the market. Um, you obviously have, you know, been embedded in your community. You know, how do you as a management team and, and you know, with the rest of your employees basically say, like, All right, we're delivering value. You know, there's all these other things going on. Everyone's kind of running 100 miles an hour. And I feel like I might get hit. I might have to, like, completely change course and, like, cut my price. I might have to increase my price. I might have to do something irrational because somehow the world's, you know, marketing world has changed, you know, how do you kind of like as, as operators and say, look, I, you know, this is my domain. I built the moat around this. You might not know there's a moat, but there is, yeah. you know, we're not going anywhere. Right. I've been, been around for 11 years. I'll be around as long as I feel like it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So how, how do you deal with some of the competitive factors and kind of scratch your head and like, I have no idea what's going on over there. Well, I think but, there's but a, it's bothering me. There's, there's a couple of things that that kept us on course. One is we spent a lot of time working on the club's mission and its vision, and we really truly believed in it. Um, and that was from the ownership down. Um, mm -hmm. So when times were tough, you know that was our guiding compass, and we stuck to it. We resisted mm -hmm. the temptation. It would have been so easy during those tough times. We opened during a tough economic time in an overly yeah, saturated market. It would have been it, very yeah. easy to kind of say, well, all that was great pie in the sky, but now we got to make some money. So let's, you know, right. slash our values for the sake of the dollar. Um, but that's that's not what any of us are built on. And and we were fortunate that our owners felt the same. And yeah. and so we, we stuck through it. And we we at the same time developed a company culture that put our values and service above everything else. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, it takes longer to see the goals come to fruition, but they came. And yeah. then I think it's more rewarding that way. And in, in our issue, 2009, saturated market, 40 something percent of the population already belong to health clubs. And most people know it's you're only gonna get 16 to 18% way over the mark. And we're building a high-end resort club that does not discount prices. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be more expensive and everybody's gonna pay the same price. It was a lot of nights <laughs> wondering if we need to make a move on that, but we had to stay true. Like um, yeah. Stephanie says, you have to stay true to that. And it, and it really worked out. It was a longer haul. It takes a little longer, but you're going to get there and it's going to be more solid in the end. And truth yeah. be told, you had a lot more hair back then. I too. did. I did. But um, it's, it's coming back eventually. I'm yeah, sure. No, and nothing to do with being an entrepreneur, I'm sure. No, right? Not at nothing all. to do with not it. 100% genetic, right? Yes. Not affected by my environment. No. At no. all. Ever. Um, you know, one of the things you mentioned here that, that I think is important and we're trying to get across on as many podcasts as when it comes up is that like, you can look at the data and you can look at the KPIs and then you can say, all right, I can do the math on that. And then like, show me the culture, show me like well-trained employees, show me like the fact that people have been here since we started and they're not leaving. They don't come to me every year and ask for a raise. They're like, feel like, mm -hmm. Hey, you pay me fairly. I trust you. You trust me. And I like what I'm doing. So 
like everyone's got to, you know, feel like it's a win, win, win. Yeah. And we get companies that, you know, that come over here and some of them, that's the game they want to play. Like you're playing a game of like, Hey, I'm going to make a difference in my community. Some people say, Hey, the, the thing that gets me excited or is I'm going to go try and create a 30 club chain. So, right. Right. you know, I'm going to use, and, and you would never use it. I was just talking to Joe Cerulli. He's like, you would never use the term box for yeah. your club because you live in it. Right. So I don't live in a box. Right? <laughs> but if you're a private equity guy, you're like an entrepreneur, you'd be like, oh, I just bought a 30-store development agreement. I'm going to you know, crank out like six boxes a year because you don't live in it, right? which means you don't really kn know the business. Mm -hmm. right. and you're just looking at the data. You have no idea. Like culture, like what, in Excel? Right. Yeah. Hey, what is that? They How don't do you show get up that? on dashboards. Exactly. That way. exactly. Right. And so even talk? the data people are saying that. Chris Riddle at Ursa today. What did he say? Or yesterday. He's a big data. A study is all the data, but he, he said it's all about the experience. You, you, totally. you got to have both sides. Yeah. And when members talk about the club, they don't talk about the KPIs, right? They don't yeah. quote the attrition no, as sure. why they're at the club or or the, the number of treadmills even, right. you know, it's yeah, the yeah. feel that they get when they walk in the yeah. door. It's the relationships that they build with our team. And, mm -hmm. and those are all intangible, but that's really where it is. Yeah, so we, we invested in a, a woman that'll be here later on. Her name's Andrea Rogers and she has this extend bar, bar Pilates dance. And it came out of her kind of creating a program that resonated with her. And, you know, we were talking about like, oh, what's the tagline and like, why, how do you promote this? and. And we and it's like it's a, and she said like it's just a feeling, Pete. Like I can't articulate anything else. Like, and it was like, oh, that that is what it is. It, it is extend. It's a feeling, right? Yes. You like that's important these days. Like people want to feel things, right? Absolutely. And they wanna, that makes it harder to replicate. So when exactly. you talk business like to business, you know you everybody even, wants the secret key, right? That's what they want in fitness yeah, and weight loss. They want the, the secret pill, you yeah. know, yes. that they can just implement or plug in and and get that same success. It's just not that simple. Yep. Cool. But it does come down to the basics. Yeah. So let's just stay on on culture for a minute. What have you done, or what's like intuitively gets done inside of Stone Creek without giving us a special sauce? <laughs> well, why don't we let's turn the mic off for a sec. All right, go ahead. We're not on. Do no, you I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Take care principle. I'm just kidding. We could. Yes. I think that's yes. a, a great way to <clears throat> explain how we built what we yeah. built. Yeah. We'll take that and put it together. All right. Ready to get? No, we're keeping this live. We're just joking around. Go, fire away, fire away, fire away. <laughs> you didn't catch um, that. No, no. We had so, you, man. You, know, you were like, about to give us a secret formula. <laughs> yeah. We were like, you were like, damn uh, it. great. Are we on the record now? We're going to get sued. <laughs> we're going to get sued for that, yeah. right? We, um, you know, basically, um, everybody has the vision. You have the mission statement, the core values. And, and I, even though I went through school and all that, memorizing things, it's not my thing. So what I like to do, it's got to have meaning. It's got to mean something. So we put all that together and came up with what we call Take Care Principle. And our Take Care Principle is an acronym. It means a lot of things like teamwork and doing things for the right reason, keeping it clean. And But if you remember nothing else, if you don't remember all the acronyms for those eight letters, basically you just need to remember take care of the members, take care of the employees, and that takes care of our business. Yeah. And that's when our employees come through the service entrance, the Take Care Principles on the door they come through. Gotcha. And then I think beyond that, it, it truly is leading by example. You know, Larry is, is the best servant leader I've ever seen. And, and that inspires us every day because there's nothing that he won't do to benefit the club, the members and the employees. And so you can't be a slacker in that kind of environment, right? It, it pushes you to do better too. Uh, I was, um, you know, just on that point of being like a servant manager or leader, um, I was just... Uh, talking to a, a guy that, that we're working with on a new, on an early stage company. 
and uh, and he and he shows me a paper that looks like this. So it has like the um, the head of the company, and then it's got his managers, and then his right. general managers, and then he hands it to me, and he goes like this, and he turns it around. He's like, "That's me down here. Right? That's, that's not me nice. up here, but that's me. I'm like on the bottom, and I'm like here to support this line of defense, and then like I'm here to support this. So I'm like, I used to play goalie, so I'm like, all right." The manager is basically, we got to make sure we don't lose. Well, like, what do you need to either break even or win today? Yeah. Uh, individually, professionally, personally, whatever it is. I got to manage everybody and push them forward. And that's me as a CEO. I'm actually at the bottom. I'm actually not at the top, which I thought was an interesting. Basically, just taking what you way. said and, like, put it that way. It is. I take and, care, like, upside down. Absolutely. And you're part of the team. You're yeah. absolutely part of the team. And a leader is always going to be a part of the team and hopefully developing other leaders along the way. That's great. So, you know, you've, you've probably had the urge to say, okay, let's go build a couple more locations. Let's kind of max this out. You know, you know, what, what is, are those things that at this point in the cycle, you know, if you say, okay, there might be some really interesting opportunities where you have either people retiring, maybe they're not really running a, a, a business, you know, along the lines that you are. Right. And there may be some opportunities to pick up some, you know, older clubs that, you know, could use some TLC culturally and, and financially that somebody else isn't going to do, whether it's a, a tennis center, aquatic center. Um, so should we, uh, are you guys cool if I call you, if I have one of those available, or do you not want anything to do with it? That's no, absolutely. Trying, yeah. to, trying to create a, like an investment bank. <laughs> absolutely. You know, we always keep all <laughs> options open. All options are open, but we, we are pretty selective in what we do every day and always going to be selective in what we choose to go forward because we want to make sure whatever we're doing, we're delivering a difference. It's got to be a different experience, and it's got to be special to the person receiving it. So, yes, we're always open for other things. I think what, I think, I think what he meant to say, is look i'll take your phone call uh -huh. but don't expect a positive response yeah. that's basically what you just said <laughs> in like a know. really nice and touchy-feely way to me which i'm yeah. gonna take is like talk to you again no nah, just kidding <laughs> right, i'll say one of the one of the ways that i think that larry specifically but all of us have kind of grown from just the one location is to be involved in organizations like ursa um larry's yeah. uh, been a speaker at ursa i've been a speaker at ursa he's now going to be speaking at the ursa institute on a yearly basis nice. um you know people people call to to ask questions all the time so we've got a great network of clubs built around the country and and if we can inspire somebody here or through his other educational sessions or or just the the networking groups that we're a part of then we are sending a little piece of Stone Creek everywhere we go. Little well piece done. of Stone yeah. Creek. I like it. Yes. All right. Well, let's let's end on that awesome, positive note. And uh, I guess if it was a creek, then we're, we're going to spread the ripple effect. We used to chuck, chuck the rocks skimming. Uh, yeah. Skimming rocks. Yeah. Right, so let's skim right. rocks out of Stone Creek so other people can be as successful as you are. There we go. Giving back to your community. And... Uh, it's a pleasure being you guys, and you. Uh, let, let's you. Uh, let's hang out as much as possible. All right, sounds good. Right. Thank it. you. Nice to see you. Thank you. Thanks. All right, thank you.